Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yes, and Halloween is over. Thank God. I am tired. Yeah, you guys did it up. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm tired for a number of reasons because I was on my book tour the past couple weeks. Still on it a little bit, but yes, Halloween is a thing. You know what I realized last night? Halloween, Halloween, we get dressed up because we like to get dressed up during the day just because we like to get dressed up. I I grew up Jehovah's Witness, so I didn't get to do a lot of that when I was a kid. I didn't get to do it at all. So now that I'm I'm an adult, I overdo it. But the Halloween costume I had on yesterday, which was Iron Man, I didn't make it. I didn't make it trick or treating with that costume on. It's too hot. It was too much. Yeah, it was too hot. It was too much. I had to take over. I was a cat in a hat, and it was... First of all, if you have asthma, you can never put that thing on because I felt like I had asthma the whole day. I couldn't <laughs> breathe for nothing. You guys did too and, much. And then, when, like I said, when I went trick-or-treating with the kids, it was just, I, I was like, F this. Well, mine was different because I, I just couldn't drive with it on. But yeah, I can drive I, I mine on either. I could pay, I was in the back seat of the Uber like this. Like, <laughs> like I had to lay in the back seat. Yeah. And then had to help, he had to help me get out of the car. So it's just like I couldn't drive with it on. If I'm taking my daughter trick-or-treating, we couldn't even get to where we were going if I had that suit on. Yeah, it was it was difficult. And then last night, you know, me and the wife went out, and she was Cinderella, and I was uh, the prince. And you we, had a lot of different costumes. I uh, did. Yeah, we were. That like, was your sexy costume. That you was kept yeah. About. I was kind. Of, we were like dead. Like so, we was like kind of like dead princess, d- dead Cinderella, and dead prince. And we I had to do a, a club last night in New Jersey. It was crazy. I had a great time, but I'm just tired. And the crazy part about it, I could not get the little eye makeup off because we had a makeup artist come and do the, like the skeleton on the face. Don't, I could don't, not don't get blame, that makeup off for don't nothing. Don't blame the eye makeup on the uh, makeup artist and don't say it can't get off. Cause you all look, your eyes all looking a little full this morning. I should have asked you how I get this makeup on. That's what I should have did. I don't wear makeup, mm-hmm. my brother. As much as y'all want me to, mm-hmm. Dr. Natasha Sandy just got me right. Drop on the clues bomb, mm-hmm. Dr. Natasha Sandy. Not to mention a great diet, you know. But I, could, I couldn't get it off for nothing. You, I what, saw a lot of cute outfits, huh? What did you do? You went in? Uh, I went to the juice bar yesterday to drop off some candy, and I had uh, some masks and stuff, courtesy of. Um, those sun stashes that we have, and I had our employees do that, and I hung out there for a little while. Okay, so you didn't go out, you didn't go to no parties or anything? No, I went. I ended up going to Dumbo House in Brooklyn, and that was it. And shout to Lala. Lala has a, a Halloween party Lala every year. Lala and Lenny, year. yes. Yeah, Lenny, yes. They have a Halloween party le- every year. I can never go because I'm always working on Halloween, but I, I, I seen it was dope, man. So shout to Lala, shout to Lenny, yes. I went last Thanks year. Thanks for the invite. I didn't go this year, and the reason I didn't go this year because that costume wasn't comfortable. <laughs> that costume wasn't comfortable. If somebody punched me in that Iron Man suit yesterday, only thing I could do is probably like act like the lights would light up. Like you just hit it like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's and hope do. that scares them. I also feel like if you don't have the right costume on, it's either you have to go all out or you got to just chill and not wear anything. Oh, you got to go It can't be halfway. No, nah, you can't be halfway. That's what I was telling my daughter yesterday. Uh, one of her friends asked her, what was she? Because she was like a, like a, alien like some type of and I'm like yo that's good it's good that people can't 
figure out what it is that you are. It's Halloween, goddammit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the more creative co- the costume, the better. All right. Well, as long as the kids have fun, that's all that. And, and you know what it was? Usually Halloween is cold. It was it was, it was was warm last night. Uh, Yeah. It was warm. And I was happy. That's what I, I It was a perfect temperature to go trick-or-treating. Well, let's get the show cracking. Now we have... The director and cast yes. of the new film Body. They'll be joining us this morning. The movie Body comes out tomorrow, hits theaters, uh, hits theaters in like 15 cities tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Joseph Kahn, Jackie Long, and Kalen Worthy. That's right. It also stars a guy by the name of uh, Leonard, see the God McKelvey. Is he new? Uh, he's also a consulting producer on this film. Is he a new it's, actor? It's also produced by Eminem. Well, he's been in uh, such critically acclaimed movies like Ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, that right was on, along. Th- that was on TV One. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on, um, yeah, he was in Ride Along for 0.9 seconds. He was in A uh, Grow House, which starred Little Duvall and D-Ray Davis. Is he he's nominated for anything things. yet? Is he nominated for anything yet? Uh, no, not not as of yet. But he was in After Party. I saw that. Yeah, I was, oh, he was played himself in After Party. But he's a growing actor in uh, the, f- the film himself. world. He's a thespian. Uh, not quite yet. <laughs> not quite yet. I wouldn't say that quite yet. <laughs> but he's getting there. All right. All right. What else are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, immigrants waiting in line for court dates. And guess what? Those court dates didn't even exist. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Drop on the clues, bonds for Travis Scott. Travis Scott lets a word fly in that song that uh, radio hasn't caught yet, and I'm not even going to tell nobody what it is because I hope they don't ever catch it. All right. I don't want nobody to complain. Well, let's get in some front page news now. Tonight, Thursday night football. The Raiders take on the 49ers. Also, congratulations to Derrick Rose. Now, Derrick Rose has been uh, through a couple of teams. He's had four knee surgeries, but last night he scored 50 points and balled out. So Derrick Rose dropped 50 last night? He dropped 50 last night. Wow. Wow. Playing? Uh, that they were playing the Chicago Bulls. Wow! So he must have been playing some inspired basketball. That's his hometown team. That's who he. Uh... No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They were playing the Jazz. They were playing oh, the Jazz last night. Wow. They were playing the Jazz. But well, drop on the clues, Bob. Derrick Rose. Like, nah, he playing the Jazz. Derrick Rose dropped 50. He dropped 50 last night. Wow. What else are you talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about these over 100 immigrants waiting in line in 10 different cities. And they're waiting in line to go to court. They have all their paperwork ready to go. They want to cooperate, only to find out that their court dates don't even exist. Now, according to an immigration attorney in North Carolina, Jeremy McKinney, he said from a humanitarian point of view, it's sickening what you're seeing happening here because they're toying with these individuals' lives in many cases. This is widespread. It's national and it's outrageous. This was happening in at least 10 immigration courts. Now, they're even giving them dates that don't exist, like September 31st. There is no September 31st. And for times of day when the court (laughs) isn't even open. So they'll give them a court date for midnight and the court's not even open at midnight. Yes, so just alerting you guys to that happening because these people are still coming to court. These immigrants trying to make sure they can cooperate. They're anxious. They don't want any problems. And then they find out these dates or times don't even exist. All right, now let's talk about uh, the Pittsburgh shooting suspect, Mm -hmm. Robert Bowers. He is being indicted on 44 charges, and 32 of those charges are punishable by death. He did kill 11 worshipers during last weekend's services. And uh, right now, he's facing 10 other potential death penalty charges as well. So these charges include two counts of obstruction of the free exercise of religious beliefs. And that involves an attempt to kill. Eight counts of obstruction of the free exercise of religious beliefs involving an attempt to kill and use of a dangerous weapon resulting in bodily injury to a public safety officer. 
So we will be keeping our eye on that. I feel like, is he still a suspect? We know he did it. Yeah, no, he's not a suspect. But they call it a suspect still, I guess, until he's... You can't, be, you can't legally... Right, legally. Say he did it until he's found guilty. guilty. Right. But it's yeah, just weird we to be like, it. suspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Danye Jones, earlier this month... Uh, Ferguson activist Melissa McKinney's found her 24-year-old son, Danye Jones, dead hanging from a tree. Mm. Now, she was well-known in her community, having participated in all these different protests in Ferguson. She believes that her son was lynched. They actually had photos that are very graphic that were circulating, and a lot of those have been deleted since because it's uh, pretty tacky. But uh, she said she's sick. She's losing her mind. She wanted to make sure she lets the world know what they did to her baby. And she had posted that with the caption, they lynched my baby under there. So people are wondering, why is nobody talking about it? If you search the hashtag Danye Jones, you can see more information on what's going on. Well, the interesting thing about Ferguson, like it's always some Ferguson protesters that end up getting tragically killed in some way, shape or form. It's like somebody needed to do some type of investigation of who is actually taking these people out. And why? Right. right, he was found hanging from a tree in his mom's backyard, and the police said it was a suicide. Wow, wow, wow. All right, well, damn it, man. Rest in peace and condolences to the family. And that is front page news. All right, now get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night. Maybe you had a great night. Whatever it may be, get it off your chest. Phone lines are wide open. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is the from Gary, Indiana. You said the what? Early in that town. The what? I'm like actually excited because I didn't think I was going to actually get through. You, you, you said you're the what? I'm from Gary, Indiana. Okay. The home in of Freddie Gibbs and the Jacksons. That's right. Well, get it off your chest. Okay, first off, I want to get it off my chest. Angela, yeet, I love y'all. However, you hear me wrong with that candy corn stuff. Why? You don't I like really candy corn? Candy corn is trash. I Mad people corn. said they like it. I said the same <laughs> Who the hell likes candy corn? Said, Nobody wants candy, candy corn. Candy corn is like black I licorice. With you. And I was like on my way to work. And I really like, is she really going to sit up here and try to see candy corn? Hey, can, no, I what, just think who candy, the hell candy corn. Candy corn. You just can't eat too much of it. That's all. I said, whoever gives candy corn on Halloween usually got their house egg. That's what I said. Bro, candy Let corn is trash. Candy corn is the black licorice of candy. I don't like nothing vegetable like. And that's too close. You don't like it because it's vested. It's all sugar. Yo, you know what's so crazy? It's not the vegetable. Like no, it's a setup. It's a setup. I believe it. I'm going to fool you. I just, right, I just realized that candy corn is actually candy corn. What you mean? It's corn. It's yeah, kernels it's, of candy. But when you pile it up together, it looks that. like an air corn. I never noticed that. That's I, why they call I didn't it realize it was corn. candy kernels of corn. I don't know. All I know was as a kid, my mama said, don't eat it because it's open and then people poison kids. I thought candy corn was a decoration. I didn't know that it was something that you was actually supposed to eat. Candy well, the poll I did yesterday ended like this. 48% of people hate candy corn, 25% love it, and 27% kind of like it. They could tolerate it. It's disgusting. So it's more than half, so you lost. Hello, who's this? No, what's the deal? This AJ. AJ, get off your chest. No, okay, look, I hate when you at work and you got like a team lead or just somebody that might have one more stripe than you do and they just want to go above and beyond all the time, just overwork and overdo stuff. Like, why are you such a, a teacher's pet ass, ass kisser? Like, stop. We make the same amount of money. It's okay. Well, they about to get you out of the job. That's why. Oh, uh, no, they not. I'm about my paper. I'm... Ignore your ass all day. <laughs> all right, bro. 
Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Krista Allen from Columbus, Ohio. What's up, Mama? Get it off your chest. First of all, first of all, I love all of you, especially Charlotte May, Angie, all of y'all. I just love y'all. Y'all are good for my soul every morning. Well, thank, thank you, baby. Back. You know, we good for you. my yes. soul, Oprah uh, Super Soul conversation. I just want to spread some positivity. Look, if you think positive thoughts, you get positive outlook and positive things will happen. I'm almost done with school. I'll be done November 25th. Then school helped me with this really dope job. And then I, after three months of being there, I got a raise, like almost a $5 buzz. You know, Word. So I'm just really, I'm, my, this is, 2018 was a good year for me. Well, I'm glad to hear so that. You keep spreading that positivity. Thank you. I'm super excited. My kids, dad, are gone. I'm excited about that. <laughs> okay, mama. Just like my nerves. All right, All right, well, thank you, you, Mama. You guys have a beautiful day. You thank too, you, now. you too. I love when people come up here, call up here in a great mood. Cheerful. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Jessica Nicole. Hey, Jessica. Get it off your chest, mama. Good morning, y'all. Up. Oh, a couple different things. Maybe I'm going to come back to you, though. All right. Uh, hey, you. Hi, boo. How are you today, Gorka? I'm doing great, beautiful. How are you? I'm fantastic. I got a couple things for you. Uh, I was reading up on your juices. Congratulations on the launch, and I'm going to order some. Thank you. Uh, That's dope. Charlemagne. What's up, baby? I got uh, something for you, too. What you got for me? Uh, I passed four different libraries in four different counties on my way home from work, and none of them had your book. So you know what I did? What you do? I made all of them order them. Oh, you requested there you go. it. Well, okay. well, I appreciate that, baby. Thank you. All four counties. That's crazy, right? No, mm-hmm. not really. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so now let me get envy. Oh, boy. Look at her spreading love. Mad at you. Why are you mad at me? Uh-oh. Why? I called early September because I wanted to come to your car show, right? Mm-hmm. You had me on hold during the whole interview mm. and uh, doing your whole morning show, hung up on me, wow. and I never got the ticket. I didn't hang up Damn, on you. Damn, Envy. Yeah. He, you know, the beige man, he, he good for hanging up on people. It's messed up, man. But it's okay because I told one of my friends, I actually can't make the car show because I got tickets to something else uh, for my born day, which is Monday. Oh. And I got one of my friends who's actually going to be in Jersey to still go. So That's he's nice. going to take pictures. He's going to tell me how it's going to be or what it's like. And, you know, I'm still showing some support even though you did dirty. Well, That's I'm, love. I'm going to take That's mad love. pictures with him and, and introduce him to all the celebrities and we're going to have mad fun. And when he comes back, you're going to be like, you missed it. That's okay. That'll be a born day gift for me. And I'd be like, you know what? It wasn't meant for me to go next time. That's petty, Envy. It's her birthday. Well, happy birthday, Mama. Thank you. I'm going to call back Monday. If I get a cruise bomb or something. All righty. Cruise bomb for me, damn it. I feel good. All righty. Well, enjoy your weekend, Mama. You all too. Take it easy. All All right. right. Happy early birthday. Hello, who's this? What's going on, guys? This is Joe. Joe, get it off your chest. Hey, Joe. Uh, Good morning, guys. So check this out. So I've missed every every Halloween for the last couple of for the last couple of years with my daughter, and yesterday I finally get one back. So I wake up in the morning and Con Edison turned my lights off by accident. Whoa! Why'd you miss the last few Halloween? Wow. You was locked up? Nah, man, that didn't even happen like that, y'all. Man, what they did was they was trying to turn my neighbor's lights off and hit my switch. So when I called them back. 
They said it's going to take 24 hours for them to come back and turn mine on. Even though they messed up, that's whack. Wow. All you had to do was all you had to do was tell the kids it's Halloween and you was trying to scare everybody. That's all. <laughs> Everything's supposed to be dark. Yeah, I, that's all. Walk around the house going boo. That's all. <laughs> and, then, then, and then that's an easy fix because all you got to do is take the kids out. Bring them back in the house by 7, 8 o'clock. They're going to eat their candy, have a sugar rush, and make them go to bed. That's all. Nah, man. They, we can't do that. I wanted to take a trick-or-treater, so I had to drop her off with with, the, with my sister, and I had to go back and stay in the house for, for, for the whole day, man. Mm. I'm sorry for you, bro. Man, that, that, it sucks, man. But They owe you anyway, some type of financial credit or something on your bill. Oh, yeah. They, they, they ended up doing that. They gave me a $150 credit, but okay. it was... It, it, it's cool. It just defeats the purpose that I missed the, the nice last couple of weeks with my daughter, you know? I wanted to spend them days with her, so it's all right. All right, bro. I'm sorry to hear that. But have all a good right, day guys. anyway. So you can say. We Thank pray you, for man. you. I will. You too. Charlamagne, I'm glad you're on time, bro. I know, right? <laughs> all right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. Nagy, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about the Mac Miller tribute concert that took place yesterday. We'll give you some information about what went down during that stream. Also, another allegation against Harvey Weinstein. We'll tell you what that is. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The, the Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Well, we've been telling you about these devices, these suspicious packages that were found in several different locations uh, being mailed to some people who are clearly opponents of Donald Trump. Well, now another package has been found, and that was outside of Robert De Niro's restaurant, Tribeca Grill in Tribeca, which is actually right near where we work up here at the Breakfast Club. It's like three blocks away. Yes. Uh, Why would y'all tell somebody that? Okay. We're just trying like, to they, let they people understand. Find, have one of these mayonnaise-loving, uh, racist bigots deliver a package here. All right? All right. Well, the NYPD does have that package, and they are going to be examining all of these packages to get some forensic clues to help identify who sent them. They said unless this person is some type of crazy mad genius, there's so much evidence out there, so they should be able to track that person down. All right, so just giving y'all a heads up. It's crazy. When I got to work this morning, I parked in a lot, and there was so many bomb squad trucks under cover. I asked the uh, the cop that walks us walks us to in the building. I was like, what's going on? He said they must have found another bomb, and that's exactly and what clearly happened. clearly they did, mm-hmm. right. All right, so this is in the process of happening right now and getting updated as we speak. Mm-hmm. All right, Christina Milian got into a situation. She actually was trying to go into a party, Uh, after going to the Bruno Mars concert and they were trying to get into the bar off of the lobby but the bouncer blocked them and that's when all hell broke loose. Now they're saying that she was with one of her friends Nicole Williams from the show Wags and some other people and they blocked Christina Milian and one other friend from getting in. They said one of the friends who was inside reached to open the gate and that's when she threw a drink at the bouncer and things got crazy. He tried to grab her but then two guys stepped in and it turned into a brawl. Now, Christina Milian's telling a different story. The hotel manager told the group they could enter the bar. When the bouncer started getting aggressive, they left to go find the manager and that she did not throw anything at all. Envy, imagine you're going into the club with your friends mm-hmm. and they block you from going in. I'm not just going to walk into a club without knowing that I'm okay getting in. I, I see that happening exactly. a lot. People just move the velvet rope. No, that's a bouncer's job to make sure you can't go in. So, I mean, if the bouncer says good, is good. I mean, I don't own a club. Now, if I own a club, yeah, it's something look, different. Yeah, but look, she's with a group of people, right? Her and her friends are inside. They're all together. 
Christina Milan walked up to that club thinking she was popping, mm-hmm. thinking that they seen why do fools fall in love, thinking he was a fan of Dip It Low, and she thought she was just going to march right on in, and boom. And who are you again? Nah, B, you not get in. And Christina then, Million? And that, who? That's probably what happened. You have a Christina Million on the list? There's a Christina Million? What? Huh? Christina Milan? Is there a Christina Milan on the list? You said you're from Milan? Yeah. You're visiting from Milan? Anytime I, I just seen people huh? flip out when they get to the door and, you know, so. I I'm love that. There. There's nothing I like more than seeing somebody say, you know who I am? It's a humbling and experience. Somebody yeah, says, absolutely. No, I don't. I don't. Wait right here with everybody else, please. A- absolutely. All right, right Megan Kelly, they're saying that she might actually get fired off of the Today Show and find another role for her over there because of those blackface comments. Let's revisit that. So truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, blackface yes. for Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface yes. for Halloween. Like, I, ba- okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as, like, a character. I, there was a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know, I thought, like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. I, I don't think that's a fireable offense. Her being well, they're saying that cruise. it's not just that. They said they were talks even before those comments happened, and they were not happy with her She's on the Today Megan Show. Kelly. You knew what you was investing in, right? Some <laughs> like, people felt like they should have never taken her. Right? These people are crazy. You know, she should not have been uh, hired from Fox News for such a huge salary. They said the whole thing has been a disaster. So they're talking about toning down her role. Oh, so they use this as an out. When has Megan Kelly not been controversial? They wanted it, I guess. That's what I'm at saying. First, like until you, they got it. You know who you're investing in when you invest in people like Megan Kelly. So no, you can't. That's not a fireable offense. Well, now she did have these comments. I'm sorry. One of the great parts <laughs> of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any <sighs> costume. <sighs> I have never been a PC kind of person. But I do understand the value in being sensitive to our history, particularly on race and ethnicity. This past year has been so painful for many people of color. The country feels so divided, and I have no wish to add to that pain and offense. Who wrote that? I hate talking about stuff that's not in our culture and community. Did he ain't open up another school? Lord is born. I, like, I, like, who, I don't even care about that man. He filled apology. And, I, and, I and smell the truth of the, the matter is, like I was saying, it's not just this that's a fireable thing. It's the fact that they've been having issues with her. Her ratings aren't good. They've been well, I, I would rather pretty them, low as well. I, I would rather them fire her because her ratings aren't good. Because I think it's whack that they hired Megyn Kelly, knowing who Megyn Kelly is. As she said, she's never been a PC type of individual. So you can't fire her when she says something you don't agree with. When yeah, you but, hire her because of those same opinions. I guess it's a you know it's a culmination of different things. Not just I, just, I just think it's what I rather they fire her for ratings than fire her for being Megan Kelly because they hired. Because if her if ratings were great, it probably wouldn't even be a discussion. Any of y'all watch? Any of y'all watch her show? I no. didn't even know she had another show. I was like, well, last like, time I knew she had a show was when she had the NBC show and she had Alex Jones on there. I mean, well, uh, one thing I know you guys will be watching is the new movie Bodied. All right, words are weapons. It's battle rap and it's the talking. most brutal lyrical sport. It's produced by one of the greatest. Eminem, and it's supposed to be a hilarious movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called Body, and it's about an accidental rap battle superstar. Uh, critics love it. They're saying it's a brutal, funny masterpiece. It will be in theaters Friday, November 2nd. And if you want to see it, it's bodiedmovie.com. Now, Charlamagne, you're involved in this. Yes, uh, I've seen the movie because I'm actually in it. Uh, I play a character called Honey Grams, <laughs> and I'm a producer on it. Drop on the clues bombs for Joseph Kahn. Is it 100 grams or 100 grams? 100. Okay. 100 grams. Uh, what are you playing it? 
Hundred grams. Okay. Oh, I play. I played. Uh, <laughs> what he played it? Like? The, movie, ba- body, the movie Bodied is about battle rap. So you, I play. I play the host and promoter of the battle rap. You're uh, like Mackay Pfeiffer. I'm like Smack. You know uh, what I'm saying? I play the Smack. Why didn't you rap? Fellas. What was your rap name back in the day? Dizzy Van Winkle. But what I got to do with <laughs> you? So you could have been a rapper then. No, I'm Charlemagne the God. No, I'm promote, Put you in I'm, the face. No, I'm the one who promotes the battles and uh and uh, spray you with All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Yeah. Put that's you out of space. Much. It's a good movie though. November second, it'll be out. Don't try to trace. And it's not PC at all. Me, Perry Sweet, Van Winkle. Uh. To my man Jackie Long. It was Dizzy Van Winkle. Oh, I don't Dizzy. know who Perry Van Winkle was. <laughs> Sounds like something you used to buy in the '90s to wear. You and Clue, when you first got your first check from Desert Stone, go buy all the Perry Van Winkle you can. That's Perry Winkle, sir. Okay, Perry that Van. Winkle. Take the Van out. Right. Perry Winkle. It's a nice purplish color. Morning, everybody. It's DJ. NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Let's get in some front page news. Now, congratulations to Derek Rose after four knee surgeries and team to team to team. Last night he scored 50 points. Go for the clues bomb for Derek Rose. That was a good throwback to see. Mm-hmm. Against the Utah Jazz. So congratulations to I him. actually I actually want to uh, go watch that game. I want to I'm gonna go watch that game just to see how that went down. How did Derek Rose score 50? Uh, all right. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, HBO has gone dark. This is the first time this has ever happened. So if you have the Dish Network or Sling, they failed to reach a new agreement with the service provider's parent company. And HBO actually issued a statement right before the outage. They said, during our 40-plus years of operation, HBO has always been able to reach agreement with our value distributors. And our services have never been taken down or made unavailable to subscribers due to an inability to conclude a deal. Unfortunately, Dish is making it extremely difficult responding to our good faith attempts with unreasonable terms. Now, uh, according to Dish, they're saying plain and simple, the merger created for AT&T immense power over consumers. It seems AT&T is implementing a new strategy to shut off its recently acquired content from other distributors. So they're placing the blame on HBO. They said this may be the first of many HBO blackouts for consumers across the country. AT&T no longer has incentive to come to an agreement on behalf of consumer choice. Instead, it's been given the power to grab more money or steal away customers. That's above my pay grade. What, what did they, break that down in layman's terms. So basically, if you have the Dish Network, you don't get HBO right now. They've gone dark because they haven't been able to reach an agreement. So HBO is blaming Dish, saying that they're unreasonable, and Dish is blaming HBO because of their new parent company. So when HBO says they've never gone dark before, Dish is responding by saying, well, that's because AT&T just acquired you, and we're sure it's going to happen across the board because of the strategies that they have now because they don't care about making sure that their distributors are getting this content. So I wonder why AT&T don't feel like they want to do the deal. Do they have that much money that they're just like, whatever? Negotiate. I don't know. I'm like, it's, I don't know. It's over my head. All right. Now let's talk about Omari Hardwick. He was up here on The Breakfast Club yesterday alongside Tika Sumter. Uh-huh. And, you know, they were promoting their new movie, Nobody's Fool. Mm-hmm. And things got a little crazy. One day during The Breakfast Club, we actually had a caller call in that did not like Omari Hardwick because, anymore because she asked him for a picture and it didn't go well. I was in... Brooklyn Bridge Park, and I spotted Omari Hardwick, and I walked up to him, and you know, I told him he was a great actor, and I told him I was a fan, and that could I get a photo with him? And he was like, no, 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 no photos, because I'm with my family. So I said, oh, really? Okay. And I went to walk off. He started yelling and screaming at me, oh, all you care about is ghosts. You didn't what? even acknowledge my family. What? Like, I don't know your family, you know? All right. Well, Omari Hardwick up here on, on The Breakfast Club responded to these allegations. She sat there and looked at me and went, really? 
Mm-hmm. And I said, really? I'm with my family. God bless you. She said, really? Like three? Really? I'm like, yeah. Sometimes people, people say People don't no. understand that because, you know, you're with your family. So you're like, I work yeah. so much. This is my this is quality my time. time. Just acknowledge our family. Right. Hi, everybody. Yeah, sorry about sorry you. About- my, this woman to my right has saved my life. Right. Think about it. You don't really know the story. Mm-hmm. I was broke as fuck. She saved my life. Chill the fuck out. Just relax. And then acknowledge her enough. It can be half of a look. Hi. I haven't watched the interview yet. Did y'all ask him about this story, though? I would love to know well, how his, his wife life. saved his life. Because he was broke and she was working. He and was she held. She's yeah. the one that held everything she down held it for down him and when and he didn't have anything until he started popping. Right. And so now he doesn't want her to have to work at all anymore because he feels like she had to sacrifice so much for him Correct. when he was a struggling actor. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yes. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's take some of your calls. 800-585-1051. Now, Mari was on here yesterday. Absolutely. And some people were mad at him. I mean, it was all over social media, on your ball alerts, on your shade rooms, and people were mad at him saying that, you know, he should have took the picture. So that, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Do celebrities owe you that picture? Do they owe you that autograph? Do they owe you that that conversation? Some people feel like no. it's part of your job. Like, it, we're the ones that make you who you are. So if well, we see you out and about and... Well, two things can be true. Amari isn't wrong. Uh, these celebrities don't owe these people anything, and the fans can respect that, or they can choose to be upset and not support said celebrity anymore. Like, I, I see both sides. I see exactly why what Omari feels, and I see exactly what the, the fans feel. See I, see, I see, you know, if Omari was that type of person that I see turn down pictures all the time and it's an ass, I don't see that with Omari, and I've been a million and one places with him, but I do get it. If I'm with my family sometimes, and, and people come up to you in the strangest time, I could be coaching my kids, or I could be at my daughter's recital, and I'm watching the recital, and they're talking to me and I'm like, look, my, my, my G, can you just give me a second? I'm watching my daughter perform right now. You know, and, and you know the thing with that too is like if people say to you, if they be like, can I take a picture? You're asking me a question. Correct. If I say no, you got to be willing to accept that Respect no. Respect that. They don't really, that, that lets me know that you don't, you're not really asking me because you really care about what my response right. is. You're just doing that as a courtesy. You're like, no, let me get the picture. No, I said no. And I also get if I'm with my wife, don't just come and say, hey, I'm taking a picture. No, say hello, a- acknowledge. Hey, hey, how you doing? if you know her name, or hello, hi, how you doing? Excuse me, do you mind if I take a picture? You say something like that. I that's, think that's amazing. That's how we're raised, that I, people, I thought. That people ask you guys to take pictures, man. It must be hard to be a celebrity. Nobody ask you to take pictures? Mm-mm. Well, when they get your last name right, they will. When they stop <laughs> calling you Angela Lee, they'll, they'll, they'll start taking pictures. I'll just be chilling. 800-585-1051. Do celebrities owe you anything? Let's open up the phone lines. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Amari Hardwick. He was on the show yesterday promoting his new film, Nobody's Fool. And uh, we started talking about a caller that called in, and she was pretty upset when I was playing a snippet of it. I was in Brooklyn Bridge Park, and I spotted Omari Hardwick. And I walked up to him, and, you know, I told him he was a great actor, and I told him I was a fan and that, could I get a photo with him? And he was like, no, 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 no photos because I'm with my family. So I said, oh, really? Okay. And I went to walk off. He started yelling and screaming at me. Oh, all you care about is ghosts. You didn't what? even acknowledge my family. What? Like, I don't know your family, you know? Yeah. And he responded like this. She sat there and looked at me and went, really? And I said, really? I'm with my family. God bless you. She said, really, like three, really? 
I'm like, yeah. Sometimes people, people say don't no. understand that because you know you're with your family, so you're like, I work yeah. so much. This is my this is quality my time. time. Just acknowledge our family. Right. Hi, everybody. Yeah, sorry about sorry you. About to my, this woman to my right has saved my life. Right. Think about it. You don't really know the story. Mm-hmm. I was broke as fuck. She saved my life. Chill the fuck out. Just relax. And then acknowledge her enough. It can be half of a look. Hi. And people are mad and upset about that. You know, I, I, I see where he's coming from, though. I, I honestly do. Like, if I'm with my family, acknowledge my wife and take a picture. But if I can't, just respect it. You know, I, I get it. Listen, man, two things can be true. Omari is not wrong. Let's be clear on that. These celebrities don't owe these people anything. And if you ask someone if they can take a picture and the answer is no, you have to respect that. That's why you asked the question, right? Because you wanted to get a yes or a no. If they say no, you got to respect that. But the fans can either choose to respect that or they can choose to be upset and not support said celebrity anymore. I I see both sides. What do you think, E? I think that... You have to be respectful of people's space at times. I think if you're, you ask somebody in the right way and you're polite and they tell you no, but they're polite back to you, it's like the energy that you give. If you're polite, they should be polite back, even if they're not going to take the picture. You know, I'm sorry. You see, I'm out with my family. I really apologize. Thank you so much for your support. Unless that person's rude to you, in which case you don't owe them anything. Hello, who's this? It's Lil Dope. Lil Dope. <laughs> what do you think, Lil Dope? Man, I think um, basically, bro, there's no point for you to be mad because that's what you sign up for at the end of the day. For train come at you and tell you straight up, let me get a picture. You do that, bitch. You feel me? Yeah, I, and see, why the, the why thing do y'all is, say that, though? I don't why do y'all think that's, say what, that's they what they signed, signed up for? for? Amari, like, you don't right. understand. Amari is about his art. He wants to be an actor. He wants to be a thespian. You know what I mean? That's him. Like, he's serious about his art. So I, I don't think yeah. that's what he signed up for. He signed up to do a good job in his movies. But... I mean, I understand that it, it comes with it. Like, you want to get famous enough. And what comes with it is that people re- really will see you out and about. But imagine you look crazy. You're coming from the gym, you know, and somebody asks you for a picture. And then at that moment, you're like, I look crazy. I don't really want to take a picture right now. Then what? Hello, who's this? This is Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Good morning. Good morning, and I'm calling about the Amari Hardwick story. What's up? I feel like he has the same attitude. I was down in Houston. He was in a club groove, and about 50 women stood there waiting to get a picture for him, and he had his back turned the whole time. He never even turned around for we could stand up. We stood there for like 30 minutes, and he wouldn't even turn around for people could flash the picture and sit down. I feel like his attitude is always the same. I don't care if it's in the airport, in the park, in the club, Without the kids, with the wife, it's the same. So Amari's the type of guy that doesn't like to take pictures. Let me ask you a question. You going to stop watching Powell? Nope. All right, then. So I, I personally, personally, it is what it is. I wouldn't do it again. I wouldn't ask him for anything. But right. his craft is his craft, but his attitude stinks in person. And now you know better. You're like, I am never hey. going to ask him. I'm never. I don't know hey. how, they, how you say it's the attitude. Like, if you don't like to take pictures, that's just him. But, hey. you know, I do feel like sometimes you're in a club, so you know you're going to see a whole lot of people out and about. You're in public. So I do feel like at certain venues, like, you know that's going to happen to you when you go to the club and you're on a certain level. This is going to work out for Amari, though. Why? No because one's going to ask him. Exactly. He don't like taking pictures. He's going to be like, does anybody want a picture, please? Amari has got out. The word is out. Amari Hardwick, ghost, whatever you want to call him, does not like to take pictures. So don't ask Amari for a picture. Leave me alone. Remember when, when, I, when, when my girls asked Chris Rock for a picture? And how mad you were, Envy? Chris Rock told him no. Envy, you were so mad. What about Iman Shumpert? You're right. So you can't sit up here and say you understand when you do the same thing. Respect people that told you no. Those are little kids. So, so now if it's a kid, it's okay. If a kid, is a different. Respect it, people's no is all I'm saying. If your kids are in the club and they ask for a picture <laughs> with a Mario Hardwick. My kids should be in the club. <laughs>
So what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is it's two for me. Uh, number one, don't ask me a question if you're not going to respect the answer. Questions aren't courtesies to do what you want. Questions are for you to get consent to do what you asked me to do. And contrary to popular belief, nobody owes you a goddamn thing. Not a thing. <laughs> All right? Not Period. a thing. Period. Not a thing. Sorry. But it's nice if you can accommodate people. If who you are, can. It is very nice when you can do that. If you can. All right, now when we come back... We got the cast of my movie, Body. My right, movie, actors uh, Jackie Long and Kayla Worthy, and director Joseph Kahn. Yes, it and is a, Charlemagne has a starring role in the film. It is a Joseph Kahn film. Uh, I do have a pretty solid role in the film, and I'm a consulting producer. Look, I'm proud of that. You know, say it'll one of your lines right now. It'll say be out tomorrow lines. in theaters. Say one of your lines. I don't remember. We shot that two years ago. <laughs> Come on, man. I really don't remember. All right. But, but yeah, it'll be out in theaters tomorrow. All right, well, we'll talk to them when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Yes, sir. Kayla Worthy, good morning. Good morning. Jackie Long. Good morning. And Joseph Kahn. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Finally, Bodied is in theaters this Friday, November 2nd. Joseph, what took so long? Contracts, contracts. Okay. Yeah. So Charlamagne's really in the movie. Yeah, he's what you mean by really in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe him. Because remember, he was in that other movie where he was a cop, but he didn't have a talking thing. He didn't he just mention that. Right along. Yeah, right along. And so he's I'm a producer. That was Kevin well. Ice Cube trying to be funny, though. They was like, oh, you're going to put you in the movie. And it was like a 0.9 second see roll. the other movie we did? Oh, um. Look, look, look. We don't know nothing about porns up here. Is that the one Seven Streeters in? The ring, yeah. We did ringside. Yeah. Oh, me and Jackie done did like three movies Jackie, together. Jackie, would you talk into the mic, please? I'm sorry, we did ringside together. Why ringside? We did another one together, too. I, what was the other one? Another um, rough part film. <laughs> yeah, we done work together. Y'all yeah. tell y'all what he doing? Sometimes. All right, so let's talk about the inception of this film, how you signed on some of these producers and eventually got it to come to theaters. I mean, it's really about battle rap, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, it's a comedy. I knew Eminem was involved from the beginning, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to say anything until uh, he actually fully signed on. Are you as- a, fil- a fan of battle rap? I am a fan of battle rap. I've been knowing, uh, I've been watching battle rap for 20 years. What I think is interesting about battle rap is that you know it is the uh, main mover and shaker of culture today. Mm-hmm. Like what you guys are doing right now, it's the hub of culture. It's hard to convince uh, culturally clueless white people of that though. Because for whatever reason, they do not understand hip-hop is indeed pop culture. Well, yeah, and also, uh, I, I made this off the grid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I use it with my own money. And um, in order to make a movie about battle rap, it's hard to put that through a studio system. I knew that if I took this script the way it was written, it would just get rewritten like crazy mm-hmm. and get watered down. I think the most controversial part about what I, I did in this movie is that I made it about a white dude doing it. And I did that on purpose. Ooh, I like this type of talk. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the movie, uh, I mean, it's definitely talking about cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. but that's actually a theme in the movie. I mean, we're making, a, we're making a whole statement about it. And I think what you'll see is that when you find the movie going in there, you find this sort of like privileged white kid. Is that you, Caleb? That's me. That's Kim. Yeah. I don't know how I guess that. No, it was you or Jackie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's about how, yeah, it's about, about how this privileged white kid played by Kalem goes into, um, you know, an urban culture. And he goes in it with all the best intentions. But simply because of his, who he is and where he comes from, it gets translated weird, mm-hmm. you know? In order to address the kind of political incorrectness that y'all do in the film, it had to have a white lead, right? Yeah, absolutely. I needed to, I need someone to go in there and, uh, and, and be like... Um, a wrench in the in the in the engine, you mm-hmm. know, and and mess it all up so that we can actually see it. But you know, at the end of the day, one of the fun things about battle rap is it is politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. And in today's woke world, where everybody is super afraid of saying anything, <gasps> I mean, literally, I like it. if you say, I mean, I, I'm telling you, if you say one lyric from um, from this movie, 
you could get fired at work. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, this movie is two hours of things you cannot say at work. Really? Are you saying I'm going to be fired from other jobs then? Yeah. Well, already. Don't talk about money. saying the lyrics from the movie. <laughs> well, we already it's talked great. about one of the great things is that Caleb is from the Disney world. Um, and yes. He's a white dude from <laughs> the Disney world. <laughs> he's Disney <laughs> Channel. Yeah. 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 He's not with Disney no more. Yeah, we know that basically Caleb can never work for Disney again. Right, it's over. Let me ask you guys this. Do you think that a white battle rapper can get away with saying crazier things than someone who's black? Because we just think about, like, even when Eminem first came out, right, he said crazy, crazy things, and a lot of people felt like, well, he wouldn't be able to say those things if he wasn't white. I mean, that's what this movie addresses, because mm-hmm. this my character pl- says some of the craziest stuff you can possibly say. Give me an say. example. Um, don't do it. Out. Don't say it out of context here, buddy. Don't do it out of context here. That's what you got to pay to see. You got to yeah. pay to see the white right. That's right. Don't do it out of context. Was there anything that you felt so uncomfortable with that you were like, I don't know if I can even do this? Yeah, um... I, well, I had to, to say the N word at one point, Ooh. and that was that was really oh, tough. Man. It was not a, not a, not a comfortable thing to say. I'd never said it before. So now you say it all the time? No, never, <laughs> never, never. Did they have to coach? The N word is never. They have to coax you into doing it. I was like, I can't wait. I've been wanting to say this my whole no, life. No, I did not want to oh. say it. I never <laughs> wanted to say it. It was it was tough. I'm honestly like I'm speaking honestly. Like, so how did you say it? Don't do it, Caleb. <laughs> it's out of context. Don't, don't, don't do it. Did you say it with the E R at the end or with the A at the end? Don't answer the question. Don't do I answer do the question, Justin? No. <laughs> Jackie, you answer it. Did he say it with the EA yes. or the ER? Is, is the scene in the movie are so funny? <laughs> it, it, I'm explaining to him how to say it. And I say one thing. I explain it like this. I said, say it like how Obama said, not how, how the other president said it. The thing is, is as an actor, like you want to uh, tell stories that you hope move the needle at some point and can somehow tell uh, a bigger story than what just your character. So it was uncomfortable to say. I did not want to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I knew it was making a bigger point. Can I say one thing to, to both their credits uh, and specifically Calum? Like when we sent out the script, um, I thought that like we'd have our choice of like young white male actors because they all want to be rappers. You know, they, they, they all want to be black at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know. And <laughs> say it again, Joseph. They do. God damn it. Yes. All right. Tell him, Joseph. <laughs> and so a lot of the agents were like, yeah, send us the script. Send us the script. Like, we can't wait. And we're going to be the new Eminem. And then when they read the script and they find out what this dude actually does in the movie, they all turn it down. Is it the actor's fault or is it the audience? Because I'm sure if actors would do these roles if the audience wasn't so stupid and offended at every single thing and all this backlash for just people acting. Well, I mean, that's the problem with the world today. You know, the, one of the things I, I wanted to explore thematically was that if you watch a battle rap, there's been some, like, pretty racist battle raps out mm-hmm. there. You know, you'll see a white guy and a black guy, like, completely go after each other and say the meanest things. You, you would never just say one of these things at work, right, or in, in public. You mm-hmm. get punched. Mm-hmm. But you see these guys go after each other, and then you'll literally see them just go get a drink afterwards. Like, no big deal, you know? So the context of, of when you say these things and how you say this and who you say this to matters. Just on a basic level, for instance... If Charlamagne made a like an Asian joke at me, I'd be cool with it, you know. But if he I, better somebody, not. Wait, hold on, hold he on. Better not. What kind of joke? I wouldn't make an Asian joke. Exactly what? <laughs> I don't I think. I don't think I've ever made an Asian joke. But, but you, you, you guys have said not. things, but it's not a joke. You know, sometimes you have to educate people. Like they might be like, "Oh, she's Oriental," and you're like, "No, you but can't I, I say think, a person." But I think there's there is a ground where there's some amount of joking around. In fact, sometimes I, I feel like in culture. If you make fun of somebody for the race and you get away with it, it almost shows how much you're friends. Do you think Asians are really having a moment in Hollywood or is this just a fad? Like, it's just Aquafina, who I love, by the way. Well, that's all from the Crazy Rich Asians. You think they're having a moment? I don't know. It's a tricky thing if you want me to be honest because, you know, we're only like 3% of the population. Yeah. You know? Like, if you ever had, like, the Asian contingent show up on any of these movies... 
Yeah, you'll blow all your money on like crazy rich Asians, but you can't do that all year round. I mean, like little Asians were like going in there and buying entire theaters and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And they can't work on every Asian. Either it's got to be like a, a real movie that people like or, or they don't. So I don't know. At the end of the day, demographically, Asians are 3%. We're kind of insignificant. I mean, nice. that's, I mean, it's, it's horrible to say, but yeah. we're, we're just a very small population. You, you mean in the United States? In the United States. I mean, right. in Asia, just, obviously, right. Asians are everywhere. Basically, Hollywood, it's not enough. Asians in America for Hollywood to really go full force with Asian-themed anything, I guess. Uh, and, I, and also, I'll tell you another thing. Black people are only 15% of America. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's amazing what black people have done considering you're such a minority. That's a fact. dominate a lot of the culture like that, you know? But here's the, here's the reality of it. Whether it's rap or crazy rich Asians or anything like that, it's not until you get, like, the 55, 60% of white people to show up that you're going to make any money. Shit. We can't a lot take of these white people. battle rap has to do with the body language. <laughs> and I'm sure we see a lot of that. Like when you get in people's faces and you're so close to them and it makes people want to hit you when you're uh, doing battle rap. Oh, yeah. Well, I have to thank you, actually, because you were really helpful with me during those right, final uh, battle scenes. Mm -hmm. Because, like, we were working together, and I was really nervous going into it. Because I had never done this kind of role before. And going into some of those big battles, I remember, like, right before the first one, you were like, you got this, man. You got this. And it honestly, man, it really helped me. So thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, how did we do, Charlamagne? I you thought y'all did great. Yeah. I mean, personally. I mean, yeah, and he's in the, Charlamagne is one of the, like, the, like a smack. Mm -hmm. in the movie mm -hmm. and he's like you know the judge the, the, whatever and he was good like good like he was interacting with us like stuff that we would say he would jump in like oh you gonna like he said some stuff that y'all gonna definitely say in the movie and y'all gonna remember I mean we've done like we've done like a hundred screenings and every line that you're supposed to laugh with with Charlemagne people laugh every I mean, time you're a great actor alright we got more with the cast and director of Bodies Who Don't Move it's The Breakfast Club good morning Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we have the cast and director of the film Body, Joseph Kahn, Jackie Long, and Kaylin Worthy in the building. Yee. Let's talk about your character for a second. What do you think about putting like people's personal lives in battle rap and things that are like I don't somebody's think... wife, somebody's kid? If you sickness. if you married and got a girl, don't support your boyfriend because they anything goes. And I don't think you should never talk personals about your opponent, you should always just talk about beating them up or killing them or something. So Angel Brinks can't be there <laughs> cheering you on? Angel Brinks definitely cannot be there. She's here today, but she cannot be around mm -hmm. me if I'm doing a battle rap because if they say anything, you're going to want to kill the dude, fight the dude, and... Isn't that the point, though? They want to make you feel like that. Yeah, and it's a scene that we go through, but I don't want to say nothing. It's it's deep. I'm yeah. excited. Who's Angel Brinks, you? His girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> That's his girl. And so how, how long have you guys been dating? Because I've, I've been seeing you all booed up, posted up on the gram. Six months now. You I'm in love, I'm, Jackie? I'm, I'm in love, Jackie man. I'm done. Jackie coming out. He got Angel. I'm good. I don't need nothing in life but a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm living life right now. I'm good. You know, I'm living, man. You gonna get married soon? One day. Okay. Definitely the marrying type, and I definitely uh, I definitely do will... Marry that type of woman over there. That like, type, you uh, mean that, that type woman. or angel? Come on, angel, Jackie. I'm saying angel. Will you marry saying. angel, Jackie? Yes, I will. Okay, you can't say I'm gonna marry that type of woman <laughs> and then go marry somebody else. I said, I said that wrong. I will definitely marry angel. Yes. Don't 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 get get on me later, baby, about that. I'm just saying. Yes. Now, now Joseph, did you have to tone the film down at all for this era? Because we shot this a couple years ago, right? Uh, it seemed shot, like two years ago. We shot two years ago. Did you have to tone it down for 2018? No, and oh, trust me, I got some notes. People were coming at me and saying, mm -hmm. you got to cut this line out and this line out. That's and a good question, because battle rap, there is no, that's too far. 
Yeah. But in, in reality, life right now, you can say some things that'll piss people off that'll take you off the face of this planet. Oh, yeah. And people people ask me to, like, change the whole ending of the movie and make it, like, a happy ending and all this stuff. And no, I've stuck to my guns. But you know what? The funny thing is, as offensive as the movie is, I, I've been at screenings afterwards. I saw, uh, you know, like, there's a couple Muslim jokes in here. So uh, I saw a girl with a hijab approach me after the thing. Mm hmm. I'm like, oh, crap. You got here, nervous. Here we go. <laughs> you got nervous. <laughs> and she came up to me and she goes, why don't you put more Muslim jokes in there? Really? Yeah. So people have a way of like, if, if you know that's the context, people are able to laugh about it. We even yeah. say the F word in here a lot. Yes, the gay <laughs> yeah. slur. We say that a lot. And I'll tell you, we went to, what, Palm Springs? Yeah. They gave us a standing ovation. All of them there. Clapped us up, gave us love. Who's all of them? I'm not going to say that. All of them there? It was all out there. In all Palm who, all what out there? I'm not saying that. The, the, that type the, of We person. know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. The LGBT community. There you go. Jackie, oh my there you God. go. My gosh. There you go. Let's get him out of here before Jackie. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Kalem, some advice. When people yeah. quote you stuff from the movie, don't retweet it. When it's stuff about the N-word. I know. You know, gays. <laughs> don't retweet it. Well, and that's that's obviously the scary thing as an actor because you, you play a role where you're trying to do something where some of the words that you say actually have a broader message. But you always worry, like, what if someone just takes that one clip and says that and right. has a reflection on me as an actor, which is always kind of scary. And it's too bad because as an actor, you want to try to um, explore different worlds and use that to ask big questions about them. Can, can I say one more thing? Mm -hmm. See, here's the thing I'm a, I'm a little worried about the world today. Um, we have echo chambers, yes. right? And so uh, people will say things around each other. And the great thing about battle rap is if you're racist, you just sort of like let it out there and then you literally fight it out. The reality is if you don't say it and you like, you hide it, it's still there. Yeah, The yeah, thought yeah. is still there, but now it's not being debated. That's kind of the beauty of the Trump era, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's getting it all out there. It's all out there, yeah. And, um, like, this movie is saying stuff that you probably say at home to yourself. Okay, so Jackie, so now I'm going to think about these are things that Jackie thinks and says at home to himself. No, no, you just to clarify, that, I don't think it's say the yeah, things that I say. I, say, I, don't know I that really want to make either. that clear. Listen, 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 not me. Listen, a, screen, a, white, not a white guy that looks like me should never say the things I say. Speak for yourself, Jackie. I play Ben Grimm and I'm playing a character at the end of the day, and I love white people, okay? Don't even get me wrong. And this is one of my new best friends right here, so that's where I'm at. So you love black people now. So you I love black people. You better. I love, I love white people too. I just I don't like racist people. bigots. Yeah. Right. That's it. I agree. Hey, yeah, so the, show, show what you have on the floor, Charlamagne, just in case you ever run into a racist bigot. Well, this is foot. This is I can't. This is I just can't. a jar of mayonnaise. Because <laughs> you know, the thing about whiteness is you just need it just enough of it. You know what I'm saying? Too much of it can spoil a dish. You know what I mean? That's all. That's a heart attack. Just enough. Caleb, do, do you love mayonnaise, Caleb? <laughs> I love black people. <laughs> I was just saying, I love black people. And the things I say in this movie... You learn fast, And again, the things I say in this movie don't reflect my own thoughts. Good answer, man. <laughs> Why did you pick Jalen McCacky to begin? That's the Jalen McCacky. We said we picked Jalen and Jackie. That's a left couple name. Here we go. All right, well, Kalem. I mean, look at Kalem. I mean, like, if you said white battle rapper... Definitely wouldn't see it in him. Yeah. Oh, so, really? No. <laughs> okay. So I thought that I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. And then Jackie, you know, here's the funny thing about the audition when we did, uh, we looked for his part, right? So the audition was just a series of fat jokes, like, uh, like, and so, Damn it. and here's the thing I actually learned about myself during the process because the movie talks about stereotypes and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and I realized actually I have a stereotype um, that that was in me. I thought that like 
like when I had all these black actors come, they, they could all rap. For some reason, I thought all black people can rap. I'm, I'm sorry, but maybe it's because like my interaction with black people 30 years is through rap music. Oh, my <laughs> So, like, I thought, like, all right, so I wrote the script, uh, all my black actors come through and they can rap, and none of them could. I was like, okay, well, shit, it's an actual thing, right? You've got to know how to rap. <laughs> Jack, Jackie walked through, not only did Jackie know how to rap, he had to rap these things where um, he was making fun of fat people, and the vast majority of people that rapped, it just came off mean, it wasn't funny. But here's the thing about Jackie, not right now, but back in the day, and maybe, back in the day, maybe six months ago, I don't know what, but, mm -hmm. but uh, Jackie. Get Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Jackie is the man in Hollywood. All women go through him. You know. No, that's really? a fact. I mean, don't, don't say that, Joe's my girl. Uh, I, <laughs> she know. I'm like, wait a minute. She uh, know. Jackie been around. Jackie been around. I mean, Floyd Mayweather. I thought he was just gonna say Jackie was tonight. fat. I didn't know he was gonna say that. <laughs> There's a reason. Charlamagne, why. black men don't cheat. Leave Jackie alone. <laughs> didn't Floyd take one of your girls? Oh, Jackie is oh, Can you finish talking, Joseph? I'm gonna make it worse because uh, there's a reason why his name is Jackie Long. Right? Hey. Oh, hey. Oh, this is awkward. Why did you say hey? I gotta go. Why you say hey? Shut up, man. I gotta go. Angel's not amused, guys. Okay. Oh. Angel know what it is. Oh my god. This is awkward. Well, I mean, the point is that, like, he has charm, right? He has this incredible that charm. That was the point of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when he, he did those back jokes, um, it, it came off funny for the first time. Like, uh -huh. Nobody else could make him funny. Jackie could. Didn't you sell one of your girls to Floyd Mayweather oh or something, no, Jackie? I'll stop that. Don't I say remember, sell. Remember, you so, remember man, that? you in the movie with me. Relax. <laughs> you in the movie with You're my team right now. You're my team. I just remember that headline. I thought that was so funny. Like, Floyd bought you from Jackie Long. Man. I was like, Jackie's selling one. Listen, they, they always, that money team is, I love them to death over there, but it's, you you know, it's always some stuff Drum. going on. Yeah. So I, I, I'm in answer. a, I'm in a better situation in life. I'm focused on what I got going on in my life, and that's it. All yeah, right, everybody. Tell me when it comes out again. November second. Hey. And November and November twenty eighth on YouTube Premium. And we appreciate you available guys everywhere. Us. November second, all theaters. No, just select Limited. cities, big cities. Okay. And, and it may expand the next weekend if we do well. We're bodied. Well, thank you guys, body. Thank you so Joseph Kahn, Jackie Long, Kalen Worthy. Appreciate you guys. Nagi, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we'll be talking about Candace Owens and Kanye West. She has apologized and will tell you what she had to say about these Blexit shirts. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Chris Brown. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Chris Brown and Nia Guzman, they have their daughter royalty together. They are trying to work things out as far as child support. Now, for several months, they've been in mediation, and they are ironing out a deal. That means that he has to up his monthly payments to her for their four-year-old daughter. She was trying to get 21000 a month. Before that, she was getting about 2500 per month. Now they're saying she's not going to get that huge increase that she wanted, but she will get an increase in the child support payments. And as part of the deal, he's also buying her a new house. He's also going to pay $100,000 of her legal costs, and they're still ironing out the custody split. So at I'm, least they're working it out. Yeah, but how much money does Chris Brown spend on his daughter, you know, just, just regularly? Shouldn't that be factored in? Because he's with his daughter. He takes care yeah, of his daughter. Is. Like, shouldn't that be factored in? But I think they also factor in where, where the daughter stays the majority of the time. With the mom. So with the mom, yeah. Yeah, so he agrees to buy her a house, and mm -hmm. his daughter's going to live in that house. Okay, and he would want I, her to be in a nice absolutely. house. Absolutely. Right. But if I build you a new house, I should not have to pay you uh, any increase in child support monthly. 
I'm building you a new house. Well, you got to pay for rent, but there's other things you got to pay for food. But I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. I'm building building you a new house, and I'm already taking care of my daughter anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't know, like, what the expenses are as far as, like, schooling, nanny, extracurricular things. I'm sure he pays for that anyway. Like, imagine how much does it cost to pay a nanny Per I'm, month, say. I'm sure he would pay a nanny. I'm, uh, nanny no, I'm just asking, say, like, in general, because I don't have kids. Like, a living nanny you, could be about, I would say, 1500 a week. A month? I'm, oh, so about 6000 a month. But if it's a living nanny that lives there six I'm days paying a week, you yeah, 1500 I'm paying you twenty-one grand a month. You're going to take care of your own nanny bill. Well, it's not going to be twenty-one grand, well. but she is going to get more than 2500 a month. All right, now, Little Wayne is going to be on Saturday night live. That's going to happen November 10th. So he's returning there. He's going to be the third rapper to perform so far during this 44th season. It was Kanye West um, that was on and Travis Scott was on as well. The so. most impressive thing about Lil Wayne right now is that he is rocking his bald spots proudly. Drop on the clues bomb for Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is clearly going bald up top. It's a lot of thinning. Is and it? And he's still rocking them dreads with the George Jefferson. Oh, my goodness. Either that or he got alopecia. One of the two. Now, it looks like 50 Cent is doing a power prequel. We don't know how true this is because, you know, with 50 Cent. You can never tell. But he posted, my power spinoff is so crazy. I'm doing the prequel. Wait till you see this is TGE influence, the golden era, Southside, we outside, 1988, boom. I heard in the prequel, you're going to find out why Amari Harwick don't like to take pictures. <laughs> Shut up, man. Leave That's him alone, man. <laughs> All right. Well, in the picture that he posted, he's sitting on a police car's hood, but it's an older police car, so it looks like it is from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, Candace Owens has apologized to Kanye West. We've all been watching this play out, right? She actually had done an interview and told Page Six that her dear friend Kanye had been involved with doing the logo for Blexit. These are the shirts that she's doing that's trying to get people to ex- uh, black people to not be Democrats and to exit from being Democrats. Now, he had posted, I introduced Candace to the person who made the logo and they didn't want their name on it, so she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit. I have nothing to do with it. My eyes are now wide open and now I realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Well, Candace Owen has responded to that and has apologized. She said, if I had to imagine what it would feel like to have a bullet pierce my heart, it would be exactly like the moment I learned Kanye told the world he felt I had used him. I never once said that Kanye designed the T-shirts for Blexit. She said, I would like to publicly apologize to him for any undue stress. I thought that's exactly what she said. The logo. I don't know. I don't listen. I'm confused. But she's backtracking now. She said, I would like to publicly apologize to him for any undue stress or pain the effort to correct that rumor has caused him, his business relationships or his family. He simply never designed them. Well, you know, in life, you can't, if you can't be used, you're useless, but you shouldn't allow people to misuse you. This is a clear example of him being misused. Right. So yeah. now uh, the pro-Trump activists are upset that Kanye's distancing himself from politics because they looked at him as an ally. So they feel like that whole situation. You, def- has you definitely got to cut off. You got to cut off those kind of friends, though. Those friends that that use you in that way, and they not really your people's like that to begin with, but they name drop you to get things for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she's trying to say the quote that they have in the New York Post, where she said that they were created by my dear friend and fellow superhero Kanye West. If she's saying that she never said that, or that's what I thought she said. I mean, that's what I read. Right. I don't know. If she, or she's saying he never designed the T-shirts. Just I, the I logo. really, I don't. Are y'all voting on November 6th, though, is the question? Of course. Oh, okay. Go vote. I already have my card and everything. I'm ready to go. All right. We're going to be in Miami tomorrow, too, by tomorrow the way. Tomorrow morning. We're going to be broadcasting live from Miami, dropping the clues bombs from the, for the MIAO, because we're going to be down there encouraging people to vote to go vote early, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so much voter suppression going on and so many things that they can do to keep you away from the polls on November 6th and make it very difficult for you to vote on November 
November 6th. So we're going to be down there tomorrow encouraging people to vote early. And we're going to be giving away uh, free breakfast. Right. Okay. Hold all on, right. Let me, let me give them the name of the spot first since okay, I didn't say all of that. that. You said all of that. I didn't tell people where to come. Hold on. I'm pulling it up in my goddamn phone. Oh, we're going to be at the uh, Miami <laughs> Soul Cafe 1. Oh, I'm getting 16194 16, Northwest 27th Avenue, Miami Gardens, Florida. There you go. Boy, I, could not re- I can't read that little small print. You need Miami to go back to De La Russo then. <laughs> you need to go back to De La Russo then. I was like, well, what the hell just happened? I was reading so fine and then I just couldn't see it anymore. Oh, my oh, yes, goodness. we'll be in Miami tomorrow. All right. Uh, I guess that is your rumor report. Mm-hmm. Now, Charlemagne. Yes. One, why do you still have your costume on? Well, my Iron Man costume? Well, I don't have the whole costume on. I just have the hands on because it has the... Repulsors on it and and the helmet. Why? Why? Because it costs. Because you pay for a it. lot of money. You want to get your full and money I'm away. This even when it's not Halloween. <laughs> All right. How much did it cost? Don't worry about that. How you much? Enough. All right. Okay. I work hard. All right. I'm just asking. Just and I work very hard. But uh, donkey today is going to a young lady named Shelby Heenan. I hate when rookies. I hate when adults make rookie mistakes, and she made a rookie mistake yesterday. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey stuff. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey of the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. <laughs> donkey of the day for Thursday, November 1st, goes to a nurse at St. Luke's Hospital in Missouri. Uh, na- her name is Shelby Heenan. Now, listen, I really can't stand to see grown people making rookie mistakes. It's a couple of issues that I'm just not debating anymore. Okay, the why white people can't say the N-word convo, uh, even if it's in a rap song, is one of them. And the other usually happens around this time of year, and it's the why can't white people wear blackface convo. Uh, Yesterday was Halloween, and listen, man, here's the thing. Everybody has the freedom to do what it is that uh, they want to do. You can say what you want, you can do what you want, but you are not free from the consequences of those words and actions, okay? Everything has a cost. And if you're not willing to pay the price, then don't do or say whatever it is you want. Now, Shelby Heenan is a white woman. Uh, I don't know if they don't have Wi-Fi in this particular town in Missouri or if she doesn't watch TV or maybe she's in her own little echo chamber where it's just her and her white friends discussing why they should be able to wear blackface. Well, Shelby is also the latest in a long line of Caucasians who have had to learn the harder way about wearing blackface. Let's go to KCTV CBS 5 for the report, please. Tonight, a nurse here at St. Luke's East in Lee Summit is out of a job after posting a photo of herself to social media. This is the post from Shelby Heenan's now deactivated Facebook page, where she and another are seen in blackface. Heenan captioning the photo, Jay-Z and Beyonce. It was just last Mm -hmm. week Megyn Kelly was fired from NBC after saying Mm -hmm. she didn't understand why dressing in blackface was so offensive that it didn't bother anyone back when she was a kid. Now, St. Luke's Hospital says it learned about that social media post yesterday, and by lunchtime today, Heenan was no longer an employee here. Shelby, 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 why? Mm -hmm. Megyn Kelly just died on that cross last week. Do you not pay attention to the signs in your life? Did you not see the backlash to Megyn Kelly when she asked that question last week? Shelby, smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. If Megyn Kelly got fired because she simply pondered the question, why can't white people wear blackface? Then what do you think would happen to a white person who actually said F it, threw mayonnaise to the wind, and wore blackface? Play Megyn Kelly from last week because y'all must have forgotten. What is 
racist because but, because so truly you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, black face yes. for Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like I, okay, back that, when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. I, there was a controversy on the Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. See, when Megan mm -hmm. Kelly says things like she doesn't know why white people can't wear blackface, it was okay when she was a kid, that's because it was probably okay because she clearly was around nothing but white people growing up. And there was no black people around, or uh, white people who truly know history to tell you why that's not okay. And the white people who do know the history of blackface, they probably agree with it, so they don't give a damn. So listen, for the billionth time, here is Dr. Matthew Osborne, Associate Professor of History at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. This man is in your state, Shelby. He knows the history of blackface. Let's hear it. It was meant to denigrate uh, and lampoon uh, African-American people, often in settings that were meant to show black people in a position of servitude. <clears throat> Why are you all willing to ruin your lives for blackface? Uh, I understand why you would want this melanin. It is indeed a privilege to be black, so I understand why you want to be us for Halloween. But if someone is telling you something is offensive and you see other people getting fired for simply asking why they don't understand why white people can't do it, then what would make you think you can get away with it? Is your privilege or sense of entitlement set up different than any other white person who has experienced the fate of blackface? The caucasity of privilege will never cease to amaze me. Now Shelby is unemployed, and I pray that the bronze that she used is almost impossible to wipe off because I would love for her to experience how hard it is to get a job with black skin. Kathy Griffin, do the honors. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. <coughs> also a tough way to learn that you are indeed not Beyonce. <laughs> Too much goddamn mayonnaise. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice, or any type of advice, call ye right now. She'll help you with your problems. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, DJ MV. This is Neil Biddy. Hey, Neil Biddy. What's up, man? What's your question for ye? Um, yeah, I have a question. Okay. Basically, I know you just started running and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I started a She's run been running club. a long time, bro. She just started a Me run and Evie have ran together on the <laughs> treadmill, remember? When we did boxing. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, basically, there's a group that I usually run with. It's mm -hmm. called Achilles. Okay. And I'm one of the athletes. I'm a blind athlete. Oh, nice. Where do you guys run at? You said a blind athlete? Us? blind i'm blind yes how you know where you're running <laughs> basically i got some people guide me in um in the park and everything oh okay where do you guys run what park i run in two parks prospect park and central park i run in prospect park you he gotta doesn't know come... if he's really running in prospect park <laughs> stop it envy let's be honest yeah, oh we should we should merge in, our so. groups because we only do yeah. um run with you once a month but we should merge our groups together all right let's do this if, if you come to yee's club i'll be your guide 
Don't do it because Envy's yeah, already. I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, I don't I, trust I, it. I don't trust I'll it. Be your guy. I, think, I think I think you can't catch up with me. Keep up with me, bro. <laughs> you can't see me anyway, so you don't know where I'm gonna be. I already. I, trust me, bro. I remember how you look, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, man. let's do it. And shout out to Black Men Run because they come out and support all the time too when we do our Run Club. You can go okay. to RunWithYe.com for more information. But, yeah, I mean, I think we should try to make this happen. Let's stay in contact. Yeah, because I definitely um, I wanted to do, like, a race, like, in the spring or the summer with you and everything. It could be a small race, a 5K or a four-miler. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, let me That'd ask you a question. So awesome. How do you know if you win the race or not? Shut up, Envy. Stop I'm, being rude. I'm just curious. Nash, no worries, man. Don't worry. I, I'll have um, a couple of my my blind friends get, get out of them anyway. Yeah. Envy, <laughs> when you get jumped by this mob of blind people, we gonna laugh. Uh-huh. No, but I'm serious. Yeah, next time, yeah. next run, you go, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm a, I want to be your guy. Envy says every month. If you come, I'm going to make worry. him come, too. Definitely. Be, I always come on Thursdays at um, 6 6.15. We leave the store at 6.15 and meet up at um, Prospect Park. All right, All right, perfect. We are running together next thank time. Thank you, Neil. All right, thank you. Thanks for being a good sport. All right. Envy, they are going to kill you. <laughs> they can't They can't see me to beat me up. Uh, they don't need to. Ask they Yee. They smell you. 800 If you need relationship advice, call Yee right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, I'm Jasmine from hey. Richmond, Connecticut. Hey, Jasmine. What's your question for Yee? Hi. I hey. had a question because I just got out of... Uh, abusive relationship like maybe three months ago. Congratulations to you for that, for getting out. Um, It's been a tough journey. It's like I lost pretty much everything. I lost my job, my car. Um, It was just a whole lot of up and down with him. And we both like currently going to court. But I have this childhood friend now that really likes me. He liked me for like years and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's really good. He's good with my kids and everything. But I just don't like him like that and he's so sensitive so every i try to tell him like i don't have the same feelings for you or anything and stuff without trying to hurt his feelings but it seems like it goes in one ear and out the other well i feel like this jasmine you got to take care of you right now right you've gone through a lot and during that time period, I'm sure it was really difficult. I'm sure it's still difficult for you to try to get yourself back on track with everything. Like you said, you lost your job. You were in an abusive relationship. I feel like you got to put Jasmine first. If somebody's feelings gets hurt, so be it. If that's really your friend and you said that's your childhood friend, he should understand. Yeah. And if not, then he's not your friend. So don't worry about his feelings. Worry about yourself. You don't want to be with him. Guess what? Hurting his feelings right now will save him from getting hurt later. You can't force yourself to be with somebody you don't want to be with. Why would you do that? And if somebody doesn't understand that, then that's whack of them. So, Jasmine, I just want to say I commend you for getting out of your situation. Be a strong woman and go for what you deserve, but take your time. And don't do anything that you don't want to do. Okay. All right, Mama. Good luck. All right. We Thank love you, you Jasmine. Love you guys, too. Hi, Charlamagne. Face, face, face. All right. Ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice, or any type of advice, you can call ye. And we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes. And you know you can always find love online. But we'll tell you what TV personality actually met her husband on a dating website. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk. Who found their boo online? 
This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Well, Chef Carla Hall, you know her from The Chew, she actually was talking about how she met her husband on Match.com. She was 42 years old, and she said they would have never met without the help of technology. She said, I was 42 and single. My mother would call me every Saturday saying, Carla, are you going out? Are you going to church? What are you doing? Are you going to the grocery store? What are you doing? And she said she wasn't dating, but, you know, she ended up going on Match.com. And she said when he found me, it was the first day that I actually had gone on to Match.com. So when they went on their first date, he said, I remember as soon as I saw her, my immediate thought was, I'm done. And he said he put his hands on top of her hand across the table. She didn't pull her hand away, and that was it. And they ended up getting married right away. Well, listen, man, that's wow. good because that gives hope to a lot of my single homegirls. I have so many single homegirls who are in need of a blessing in the form of a man, and they can't seem to get that blessing yet. So that gives that gives them hope. Salute to Alicia Renee and Zuri Hall and Brisha Webb. You know, God got a plan for you all. Well, maybe they should go online if they're serious about wanting to find somebody, or maybe they're having a good time being well, that's single. what I just said. That's why yeah. I said it gives them hope. Christian I- Mingle. Would you stop? Why do you keep advertising Christian Mingle? I don't know. All right. Well, she found this on Match.com. Nice place to meet somebody, Christian Mingle. All right. French Montana, he actually is doing even more good deeds in Africa. Now he is working with uh, the Sabe School of Fidamir's Sultan District. He said his donation is going to provide supplies and sustain the classrooms for at least a few years. And he's doing two different preschool classrooms. So that's really dope. As you guys know, he's been raising money sometime now for... In uh, Africa. So mm-hmm. shout out to French Montana for his good deeds. That's dope. Shout out to French. Now, we told you about the Mac Miller tribute concert that happened yesterday. Well, now Little Zan has canceled some shows. He said everything is just taking a toll on him. He canceled five upcoming shows because after a long hour in the studio, hours in the studio, he recorded a new album called Be Safe. The album is a tribute album to Mac Miller, and he himself is just taking some time to make sure that he's good to go personally. So, as we know, it's important to do those things. Absolutely. Rest in peace, Mac Miller, man. All right, Jason Mitchell, you know him as the actor from The Shy, and you also know him from Straight Outta Compton, obviously. Mm -hmm. Well, he is now going to be joining the cast of the Zola movie. You guys remember the whole Zola story that played out on Twitter? No. Explain it to us. So, the story of Zola is a stripper who went on her social media timeline, and she talked about uh, what happened when she went on a road trip with a sex worker and things went wrong. You don't remember this whole saga playing out on Twitter and then they decided to make a movie out of it? I do remember that whole situation. Mm-hmm. So now James Jason Mitchell has signed on and he's going to be a co-star in that movie. Okay. Should be interesting. And Oprah is assisting Stacey Abrams' campaign in Georgia. We told you guys we'll be in Florida tomorrow doing the Breakfast Club Live out there. We'll be assisting Andrew Gillum's campaign. We can say that. Mm-hmm. Right, at the Miami Soul Cafe. But we're also just encouraging people to vote in general. So this applies to you no matter what state you're in. Well, here's what Oprah Winfrey has to say about going to vote. Hi, everybody. I'm Oprah. And I'm Maria. And we are both independents. And I don't think a lot of people know that. They know. They think I'm a Democrat. I don't know what they think you are. They think I'm a Democrat, too. But But we're independents. We're independents. And we know that we've lived long enough to understand that this is a really important moment in our country. A very important political moment because November 6th is a chance for all of us to vote. Not only democracy depends on it, our country depends upon it. So vote, 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 vote. Go vote. Oh, so she's just encouraging people to vote. Yes. To so go yeah, vote. but she is also joining Stacey Abrams' circle as well. Oh, got gotcha. you. To help spread the word um, about voting. So Are she's we, clearly supporting her. I guess we've joined Andrew Gillum's circle. Right? Yes. Well, we're already in his circle. 
Well, yeah. I mean, he's been up here a couple times. Where, you know, <laughs> he did his first interview here on yeah. the Breakfast Club we back in February. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Before anybody even knew who he was. Correct. You know what I'm saying? But did he even run? Would he even run for governor then? What he uh, he was about to he was announcing he was running for governor. Yes, mm-hmm. right. First time he was announcing. Stages. Yes. All but right. We'll be in Miami tomorrow at the Miami Soul Cafe, mm-hmm. broadcasting live, uh, giving away free breakfast like the Black Panthers used to do, mm-hmm. and just encouraging people to vote early. You know why we can do things like that? Why? Because you do what you want when you're popping. Or you the future. All yes. right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. And also, don't forget that Bodied is in theaters tomorrow. Mm. Right? It's a battle rap movie. It's funny. It's brutal as well. Yes. It's directed and created by Joseph Kahn, executive produced by Eminem. Charlamagne, you are a consulting producer on the movie as well. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a consulting producer and I'm in the movie. I'm going to rent out a theater uh, one day next week so a bunch of us can go watch it. I, um, I would have been did that, but you know, I've been on my book tour and stuff, so... All right, well, you can go to bodiedmovie.com for more information on that movie as well. Yes. All right. All right, now up next is the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear at DJ Envy at 800-585-1051. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.